Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with John Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Roma Press Podcast. We know that you're doing well because of what took place yesterday, so I won't even ask. We hope that you're doing better than normal, though. Uh, very quickly, thank you to our newest patron over at Patreon, Dominic Russano, and of course to all of our other wonderful patrons who make this podcast and our website possible. All right, Andy, I, I, I have a list about eh, five to seven things that I was so happy about yesterday. So I'll just list them and whatever you feel like talking about first, we can go there. So at the very top, I obviously have fantastic result against Ajax. Roma, they win 2-1 to one away from home. Mm -hmm. The second thing I liked was Fonseca's divorced dad appearance. He appears as if yep. he has aged nine years in 23 months. The third thing was Paolo Lopez saving a penalty, feeling akin to winning the lottery. Next, I have Lorenzo Pellegrini, arguably being one of the worst free kick or dead ball takers that we've seen in quite some time, mm -hmm. uh -huh. <laughs> particularly after Kolarov, somehow managing two sensational deliveries in the same match. Next, I have Roma having an XG of under one. It was 0.7. While Ajax had an XG of over three, and Roma still managed to win. And then finally, the last thing that I had was Paolo Fonseca's accent in his post-match press conference. Um, particularly the sentence when he says, Questa settimana hanno creato un gazzino. You do his impression much better than I do. I, but if they could hang like a video of him speaking after the game in like the Louvois, I would highly encourage it because the mix of that accent warmed my heart to a degree that I didn't even know existed. It was like a mix of Russian mobster-ish sort of accent mm -hmm. with Portuguese with, again, I always make fun of sort of the... Uh, the the Vicentini who don't know how to speak, they just speak uh, some off-brand Portuguese. It reminded me of being back home. I loved all of these things. Where would you like to start? Oh, the dad appearance, definitely. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad you said <laughs> that because that was my number one. Yeah. Somebody posted, well, actually somebody, multiple people posted photos of Fonseca's appearance yesterday. And in fairness, I think it just looked perhaps a bit more exaggerated because clearly he hasn't shaved in quite some time. But when you put yesterday's appearance yeah. juxtaposed to the one from when, when, when he, he arrived, arrived, yeah. You know, listen, we, we all age at different speeds, okay? This has definitely taken a toll on him. That's really all oh, yeah. you can say. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, those pictures of like... Uh, uh, before and after drug abuse, like, uh, you know, heroin and cocaine, all that stuff. And you have these mug shots <laughs> of people like all, all cheerful and happy before and right after they're miserable and they have like scabs on their faces and it's yeah, just the yeah. whole different person. Well, this is this is what the ambiente will do to you. OK, forget heroin. <laughs> this is what happens um, in Rome. So that's that's something that you don't learn from a, a Woody Allen movie. Um, this is <laughs> this is the real stuff, and it's you know it reminded me a, a lot of um, of the um, Roy Scheider character in Jaws, who's you know he starts <laughs> off all all handsome and just like clean and, and neat, and then by the end of the movie he's just so tormented by everything around him and within him. 
he can't you know he can't keep people safe he's he's got a shark on on his hands he has a shark situation he can't figure out people are dying all over the place well this is that's Fonseca very closely resembled him um in in uh, last night's uh, match and, and the presser um <laughs> And I thought that was very fitting because it's once again it's um it's just like you know Luis Enrique came here looked like the you know the most handsome uh, southern man in the world young full of energy and by the end of that year he had white hair and and looked like somebody's <laughs> grandfather so um <laughs> this is this is you know a lot of people think that this is something that we make up but it's it's pretty astonishing the changes the physical changes these managers um undergo once they're in the sort of dry the only guy the only guy who really did not age too much is Di Francesco. Eusebio? Yeah. Right. And I think that says a lot about his relationship with the media, which was <laughs> much more positive than anybody else's. He actually de-aged himself by taking off the glasses. Remember he had that moment? Yeah, right, the moment right. he took off the glasses, the performances started to turn into shit. And then everybody was like, get get him the glasses back on because um well he didn't um he opted for the younger look and in in and i think even he went and had like modeling photo shoots while he was roma's coach if people remember there was there, there is that gif if you type in on twitter eusebio di francesco you'll get that gif from from like a, a modeling photo shoot for i think a watch company or something so um <laughs> So Eusebio is the exception to the rule. Fonseca has officially become part of the rule. Yeah, and you do his accent much better than I do. Or you do the impression much better than I do. <laughs> I, I can't nail it. But just the way um, I, I tried it at the beginning. But just the way he says, Questa settimana, un casino. Hanno creato un casino. Sono solo bugie. No, è verità. Sono solo bugie. Bugie. It's it's wonderful stuff. I listen. I um, it, it's I love first off when when foreign players managers uh, embrace Italian and they do their best to learn it very quickly. Uh, this guy and he knows what he's saying. Okay, he speaks it. It's just the way he speaks it is absolutely lovely. I, I the way he said un casino yesterday. <laughs> just oh my gosh, it was art. But you know what else was art was that result, okay? I was stunned. I was not confident at all going into this one. You you said that they would score a decisive goal. Now it turns <laughs> yeah. out they scored two decisive goals. And and let's be very clear, two goals and in two manners in which neither of us would have ever predicted. Like no, if yeah. you were to say, hey, uh, I'm going to give you a dozen options, you have mm -hmm. to pick... 11 just pick the one that won't happen it probably would have been the scenarios that i wouldn't have chosen them scoring these two yeah. goals i was absolutely stunned uh as well as i was stunned by the mere fact that we saw a profound flip because it seems like the entire season the roma has been on the opposite end of things where they'll have the higher expected goal, whereas the opponent, they'll have a significantly lower XG, 
within a match and the Roma will end up losing. And that's sort of why I, I guess I was willing to give Fonseca especially a lot of credit yesterday because even though I think the writing is somewhat on the wall and I guess we can talk about that. I prefer to somewhat avoid it because of how good that was yesterday. But listen, we, we can't ignore the fact that he's been incredibly unlucky, right? I, I mean, for once, you know, if you have people who criticize him in the moments where oh, no. yeah. Roma oh, are yeah. very unlucky but still lose, oh, yeah. how can you not give him credit for yesterday when yeah, the yeah, luck yeah, yeah. finally flips to the Roma's side? Th- that's the thing that really confused me because I, I, I tweeted something in defense of him yesterday saying he deserves a yeah. lot more credit than what he's been getting. And I, I was actually surprised by the number of people who were saying, oh, what are you talking about? No, this is well, a guy who yeah, but, but if you, just some days ago said yeah. they played well at Sassuolo. Or, you know, so that's the thing. If okay, you listen. criticize them right after Sassuolo, then you have to praise him for yesterday. That's how it works. I'm exactly. sorry. Exactly. It's, it's exactly. you know, I don't make the rules. It's how it goes. These are, if, if, if people want to stick by the judgment that the results are, you know, what we base our judgment of a player or of a coach, then you should go ahead and and be consistent about it. And again, I, I don't think anybody would really argue, right? It's not like we're sitting here saying that Roma c- created a handful of better chances than Ajax. I, I think we would both be lying if we said that, right? I, I don't. I, I would yeah. say if you were to break it down just simply based on who had the more, uh, more the, the higher chances to score a goal throughout the match. I would say Ajax yeah. would. Uh, they would definitely take that if that is simply how we're comparing it. But you know what? Roma has been on the other end of this the entire season. So you know what? There is no reason for us not to uh, embrace this completely, in my opinion. For me, I, I think you're doing yourself a major disservice by really uh, nitpicking this one. Because again, look at the look at the XG table uh, for Roma in the Serie A. I mean, they are conceding goals at an incredibly higher pace than what their XG says they are. So that means they're conceding goals that more often than not, they should not be conceding. And yesterday, or, or yeah, yesterday was, it was the case as well yesterday. Exa- yeah. Yeah, so that's exactly where I was going. And here's the thing, too. Everybody was, say, was saying, oh, well, they got, you know, Fonseca, Roma, they got lucky. Well, how about they were also unlucky by the fact they there were two uh, just heirs of a... A, 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 a amateur level, in my opinion. The first, Mancini Diawara, I thought that was abysmal. Um, I cheated Mancini with an ellipsis, and people went nuts. They're saying, how can you blame him instead of Diawara? They're both at fault. Who cares? I mean, it's not that big of a deal. I thought they both made a mess of it. And then Ibanez, man. I mean, I thank him for the goal, obviously, but my but word. The, the funny thing um, is that, is, the funny thing is that two minutes prior to, to that, he, he made this amazing sliding tackle from exactly. behind. It, <laughs> right. it reminded me of like Nesta in his prime, just the mo- the riskiest challenge, but it was beautiful. And then he goes out and, and does that, um, and causes such a, a stupid penalty. And again, the the one penalty, you know, the, the one time that Tadic goes for a crappy penalty in the middle, finally Lopez doesn't budge because that's he, yeah. he always <laughs> would launch himself way too early. Um, this time he stood his ground, and that's and that's it. That's the difference. And you know what? Musetto davanti, you know. You, mm-hmm. Ipica, you know, 
Do you know horse races? Do you, are you, are you, yeah? Do you like horse races? Because that's what matters. Musetto, Musetto, the, the small details. That's, that's all you need. Like the, the one difference maker and that's it. Nobody gives a shit at the end of the day. If you, if you, if you cause the opposition more problem than they did or vice versa, Roma went out there and, um, it wasn't actually, you know, I, I see people that say, you know, oh, Roma got spanked. It's not Roma got spanked. No, they, come on. No, they, they went didn't. and immediately 20 minutes into the game, they lose Spinazzola. So they immediately lose an additional threat. They have Calafiori out there who hasn't played in a long time. We don't really know what he's made out of. So immediately Roma <laughs> playing away. Well, if we're basing it off the ball boy. Yeah, um, um, that was that was a good incident. That was wonderful. And also, if you listen to what he said to the ball boy, um, that's that was also funny. Um, Fair play, yeah. <laughs> um, and I I think that this was you know Roma playing away. It was always going to be difficult and against Ajax missing crucial players always going to be difficult. No matter if whether the opposition also is missing Stekelenberg uh, as a goalkeeper. Um, I just I just think that this was this was a fitting win. It was it made sense. Roma on on had finally. A moment of pure luck on 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 really three occasions because Ibanez yes. turning in into prime Cantona and just yeah. taking that ball on on his chest wonderful. and then just going for it with a massive the control rocket. was absolutely incredible yeah, class and and you know that that will not happen ever again but it happened yesterday and as a team psychologically you need those moments because if you see everything going wrong if if Pau doesn't stand his ground there, you're not winning that, okay? But the moment he makes that save, you see the the, the players being so surprised that he made the save, that they still have a <laughs> chance, that that was the difference maker. From then on, exactly. you had, yes, you didn't maybe play excellent football. You didn't really have, you know, put Ajax on the ropes, but you... You manage to to get the best out of certain episodes and um, the free kick. Yeah, listen, that's that's why they had their third goalkeeper. That's why he's their third goal, goalkeeper because he's gonna allow Pellegrini to score something as ridiculous as that. Okay, and that's that's all there is to it. I don't think that after a game like that, after such a crucial victory, you should even like consider. Um, you know, talking shit about the team because it was a moment where Roma needed desperately this result. Desperately. If if you want to even have the slightest hope of keeping the season alive, this was the game. The other thing I forgot to add was that I really liked was there was a video of uh, VR saying Mortashi right before the match. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> when he entered the stadium. When you... <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Yeah, he's like a little kid. <laughs> Um, yeah, here's the thing. Um, you, you can't, again, I, you brought up the being consistent in, in your criticisms. I, I, I guess I just, I, I, I struggle to understand why some are so quick to hit out at Fonseca. Now, listen, if you want him out, that's absolutely fine. I, I'm not criticizing anybody for that. We've done two or three podcasts now, how we both think he's likely to go. Uh, the pros and cons of Allegri, Sarri. I mean, this isn't, we're not talking about that. We're talking about simply just giving somebody the credit they deserve and being consistent in your argument. Um, 
for me, I, I have been pretty uh, adamantly outspoken about Fonseca and my primary criticism has often been about his approach that uh, he takes in certain matches, the way he sets his team up. Uh, honestly, Andy, I, I thought they did pretty much as well as you could have done, and I think they set themselves up incredibly well, even though, yes, Ajax had the better number of goal-scoring opportunities. I still think that the approach and the game plan that Fonseca had in place was quite effective, if I'm being quite honest. Now, again, their XG was under one, but still, I, I thought there were chances that they didn't necessarily take advantage of. Right. But I think all things considered, I, I, I guess I just struggle to understand how you cannot give Fonseca his due. Because I, I, I thought, listen, we've criticized him time and time again for the way that Roma play in big matches. I mean, if we're simply taking yesterday, you you have to commend him because they play differently. No, of course. And and you you know, you 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 made the best out of what you had at your disposal. Okay. This was these games are tiring. You're coming to the end of the season where everybody, no matter if if um, if it's Pellegrini or, or Mancini, who are some of the players who've played the most uh, all season long, or if you're Calafiori coming off a long uh, period of absence, or Jeco, who's had ups and downs that really, right, really, it, this this sort of felt like the first game since I don't know how long that Jeco felt part of the team. Even the way he came and, and sort of rallied the troops after after the yeah, equalizer, and he did well, and it was. Sorry to interject, but it, it is funny. We're talking sort of about, about like people's agendas against certain people. You could really tell who, who does and does not have an agenda against Jekyll because, uh, you know, I, I saw on my timeline quite a few people saying, oh, my gosh, he was terrible. I thought he did really well yesterday. Yeah. Distribution-wise, hold the play-wise, I thought he was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it's it's the little things. Again, it's, um, it's Pedro who, once again, you know, it, 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 it's... It, he he contributed immensely on the defensive end. It's it was a performance of those three guys, Pellegrini, Pedro. I saw also people say that Pellegrini had a terrible game. I actually thought he was one of the better ones. Um Yeah, I thought he was good. It's the whole you know, the whole team went into this game knowing that they will have to try and absorb what Ajax have. And Ajax really made them work for it you had Tadic you had Anthony you had Broby when he came on man Jesus the the physicality of that good. guy yes. um the ease with which he sort of slammed against Mancini and Cristante like they were nothing it's yeah and it's it, it's this was sort of the Ajax game the 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 game that Ajax played reminded me so much of some of the Roma games that they played and they ended up with the similar result where you work your butt off to to really give opposition problems and then the opposition has a, a couple of episodes that go their way and boom you're you know you're 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 on the losing end and and this time for Roma had sort of the least Roma like game of, of of I don't know how long maybe since since that Barca game really because it's it's that kind of thing you need that that spark that magic to happen uh, Paul Lopez turning into prime Yashin um Pellegrini scoring scoring from a free kick position so it's it's really it comes down to the small details that go your way that 
end up making the difference. And now, you know, you're looking at this Bologna game ahead, sort of, okay, you know, let's... Punt it. Yeah, yeah. let's... Punt I mean, uh, are we going to even watch it? Is, it? is it worth it? I don't know. But now we have this next Ajax game in mind, and it's... um. And you have, you know, you have most of the chips on on your side, and you have to, you have to play like it. You have to play, keep playing like this, like you mean it, like you, like you believe in it. Because I think the most sort of disarming thing about this Roma team in recent weeks um, has been their lack of belief. You can see that sort of players, the coach bought into a, a losing trend, or you know, of things not going their way. Last night was not one of those times. Last night, things went your way. And I think if that isn't, mm. you know, if that is not, if that is not a signal. If that is not something that means something to you in the long run, then I don't know what is. This was, this was a perfect, perfect opportunity. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm so glad you brought that up because... The th- one of the things that stood out to me yesterday, not only the belief, I just thought the level of effort, and the first one that comes to mind, you already brought him up, is Pedro. It looked like, I mean, his work rate was unbelievable. And I'm sorry, may- maybe I'm just, um, what what do they call it? Um, uh, recency? Recency bias? Yeah, recency Where bias. Where you're simply yeah. just judging things off the most um, yeah, yeah, the latest, uh, recent yeah, thing that yeah. you've seen. But I'm sorry. I, I can't remember a single match where he worked like that. Not one. And yeah. I, I guess that <laughs> that really does speak to a greater point of why is that? Is it does it have to do with the manager? Because we we, we all know what he said after the match about uh what was written by somebody yeah, in he Cody only, edit he only said good things about, about Fonseca. Flat out denied. Um just about, well, he flat out denied the entire story. But I, I guess, why is that, I guess, is the thing I'm trying to get at. Right. Why does this happen? How does it happen? Why do they have such a um, dramatic difference, you know, in moments uh, from one match to another? And... Listen, this probably goes to a much deeper level of psychology that neither you and I (laughs) are even ready to discuss because this is something we could, really, you could apply to every Roma team in history that that hasn't won anything. But I, I guess it's just confusing to me to see players put in such a dramatic difference in their levels of effort from one match to another and we're talking about matches all within the same week. Okay, yeah. this was, you know, that was not the same Pedro of, uh, you know, the one against Sassuolo. I guess it is just so confusing to me because when we see like they were against Sassuolo, it, it just looks like okay, well, you know, uh, the manager has lost this team. They don't, they're confused. You have a manager who tactically doesn't have the right players. This is just a terrible fit. 
Then you look at yesterday, and it's the complete opposite of that. Uh, I don't even know what to say. What do you make of this? What do you make right. of this Roma team? Because I, I, I'm out of answers. <laughs> no, it, but I it really is. don't know how to explain and it. And it's it's sort of a yearly tradition with Roma. Uh, we come to the point where we ask ourselves, what are these guys made of? You know, what's what drives them? What what makes them put in a, a decent shift? You know, um, what makes Jeko, you know, appear and play like that of us all of a sudden? You know, what what mm. motivates guys like Pedro to 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 finally put in a good performance after a string of terrible ones. And uh, I, I, I do think that a lot of it has to do with the motivation, which sort of, you know, players are, it, it's easy to get to them. And even the fact that, that Mancini out in the open said, you know, um, in the press conference leading up to the game, that uh, all these stories are, are made up in order to sort of, you know, create havoc, um, within within Roma, he said, you know, casino, so it's havoc. Um, <laughs> casino. Ca- yeah, exactly. So, c- you know, c- cause all kinds of havoc within the locker room. Um, I do think that sh- sh- sort of shows that it's not like these players don't go on social media. It's not like these players don't get, you know, calls or messages from their agents or their relatives asking, hey, is this true? Are you okay? Or, you know, what's going on? It's it's deeper than that and 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 so i think that with roma it's um we've had a number of years where these players most of these players are very mentally fragile and i think that once you put them so though in, in in the right context in in a position where you can say okay listen we're still fighting for this okay the seria may be gone because I, I i do believe that you know it's um i don't think that they're they're so positive about getting top 4 in seria um but yeah, at least but at least you're in this competition at least you're in this competition at this stage against a really well respected opponent it's not like they're playing granada okay this is no manchester yeah. united the, the manchester united is is has a history of these lucky draws this is not slavia praha with where where arsenal go off and get, get you know get a a, a draw um this is this is Ajax. This is a team that has sort of come under the spotlight. That uh, where you, you you hear about them, you watch their games, you see that they have a certain way of playing that has helped them, um, you know, climb the ladder in terms of European play. Great. This is this is what really gets you know the blood flowing uh, in in players like Pedro. Um, I think that. There was a, a video clip from like Spanish TV. Somebody retweeted on my timeline. It was really funny, and that where sort of VR. Oh, I saw yeah, that yeah, about yeah. the the Spaniards. Yeah, 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 it was funny. It was really funny, and mm-hmm. I and but it shows you something. Like they came out the v, it, it was a video clip of VR Borja Mayoral and Pedro uh, in the before the match going to the um, Ajax Arena, and. Um, and and looking around at this huge stadium, and <laughs> it was funny because VR and Mor- Borja Mayoral were like, "Oh, you know, this to Pedro, this is this is probably not the first time you're in, in you know, in, in such a huge stadium. This is probably not the first time you're you're here in in, in, in a competition or something like that. Or um, how many trophies have have you won over here? There is some truth to that, you know. <laughs> there is some truth to to that kind of admiration, to that kind of talk to a guy like Pedro, because those guys live for." this and they have a reputation they have a history of these competitions uh, if if they're on their way out if somebody like Jake is on his way out or even if somebody like Fonseca is on his way out 
um, which I think sadly is the case, um, then then these are the matches that you want to get right because nobody is going to give mm. a shit about the match against Sassuolo. Nobody's going to give a shit about a game against Benevento. Nobody's going to watch that. If, if somebody is going to watch a Roma game, they're going to watch a Roma game against Ajax in Amsterdam. Okay, that's that's the bottom line. So like me, you think it's a motivation thing because that's what I think too. Yeah. I, I think they simply oh, yeah. believe that the math has condemned them in the league and... Uh, they, 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 they've they come Definitely. to the realization that the Europa League, this is the competition where uh, this is what we're fighting for now. Yeah. This is all we have yeah. left. They they saw, I mean, I said it after after Benevento, I felt it. Uh, the, the moment you didn't figure out that game, the moment you realized that, oh, we can't, we can't play with minimum effort and win these games, they bought into that trend. They they sort of stopped believing in, in what was you know, keeping them afloat and 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 had helped them in the first half of the season um, to to you know bag so many points. They realized that maybe we're not as as good as we thought we were, and and they bought into that and they put their heads down and they stopped believing in Serie A. Now with with the Europa League, motivations are different. I can imagine. Well, I guess again that speaks to a much higher level of thinking in psychology that I'm just not smart enough to grasp because for me, uh, punting on and betting on a competition um, that you've never won seems like quite a risky uh, proposal in my opinion, but um, fair play to them. I mean, (laughs) going based off of yesterday, I mean, it was the, it was the correct, correct decision. Um, Of course that opens the door to, can they finish this? Do they finish this? Because, again, um, we do like to be uh, prisoners in the moment, and correct, yeah. We tend to over overreact usually, um, not so long after great results. And I again yesterday for me completely unexpected. I did not think they would do that. I thought at best maybe they could get a two-to-one result uh, on the opposite end. And if they got a goal, I thought that would be pretty good, if I'm being honest. So yesterday was a total uh, and complete shock. I I did not see that coming at all. But now, um, I fear that the loss of Spinazzola, not that that's going to be the final uh, uh, straw that that breaks the scale, but (laughs) certainly uh, it's another piece that must be considered. Uh, Smalling, who knows? Uh, the the guy's diet has killed him, apparently. Mikatarian is a big question mark. Kumbula, obviously, yep. still out. So, uh, Spinazzola has been, of course, a reference point the entire season. I really don't know if Roma take the mindset of, you know what? Okay, that's fine. Look at how many other guys we have lost all season. Uh, who's next in line? Let's go. Or is this the one where just from a, just from a pure talent standpoint that you can only sustain so much before it just, mm-hmm. it, it completely just upends you. What do you think? Do they do this? Do they follow through? Do they complete it? I think that this, this, uh, you know, this, this tie against Ajax, obviously, you know, it's far from being over, but I do think that, they may have, you know, something left in them to to 
to get this over with um, with the players at disposal. Uh, obviously, if if a big if you know a big if if something something was to go your way, you'd hope to have the the more important players, guys like Mkhitaryan at least at your disposal, because those are you know it's it's a whole other ball game to to approach these games with 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 these guys rather than Calafiori um, because great, you know, Calafiori had a decent, um, what, 70 minutes. Good. But now he's going to play this weekend against Bologna. How is he going to sustain that? How is he going to sustain another night, say 90 minutes against, against Ajax because Bruno Perez is out for the next game. So that leaves Karsdorp and then you have to rely on Calafiori as, as your left back. So, um, I, those are the big question marks. It's and that's again one of the things that just sort of, if I have to really base a judge, I, I can't base a judgment on this Roma uh, under Fonseca because there is always this factor of of people missing and pretty big names are missing and you know you're you're the the moment you pray that Cristante can play through a hernia, yeah. that's when you know that things are bad because right. it clearly shows that this team has very little depth uh, if you know when you're putting on in the di- in in the dying minutes you put on the, the likes of Carles Perez you know that you're just you know you're just putting an extra body out there you know you right. want him for right. just the sheer presence you want him so that uh, you have 11 players out there instead of 10 the thing is that in order to advance in order to 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 play to win this competition you need to have the bigger guys perform. And and so I just think that it, there comes a point where, yes, this a game like this will put, put so much extra boost in your legs. I mean, guys like Ibanez will, will think they're invincible. Paul Lopez, I hope that will, you know, will, will finally figure out a way to, to be more consistent when, when uh, playing or even saving penalty kicks. Um, but it's that dies down after a while, you know. Fatigue gets the best out of you, no matter what. So um, it's to like, like for example, to have somebody like Vertu out there yesterday was a great sign. I would love to have then uh, somebody like Mkhitaryan come in, you know, a veteran presence, calm. He's one of those guys like calm, collected, and hopefully, hopefully, we can you know carry this through. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, this is such an odd, odd Roma team. I guess I wanted to just lastly discuss too, sort of like these individual errors, because again, we saw a number of them yesterday, and if we're talking about Fonseca and how you judge him from yesterday, I, I as harsh as it may be, um, I think whatever happens to him one way or another, these individual errors, uh, they play a huge role in it. 
you know, it's not as if Roma, these, you know, the opposition is doing these beautiful attacking actions. And you know what? They're, they're just better than Roma from no. a tactical standpoint. <laughs> Diawara couldn't pass it. Diawara passed it with the speed of a turtle. The, the, the ball that was supposed right. to reach Mancini never reached him. Mancini got caught up in the moment, didn't know really what to do. And that's, that's how they score with an easy one-two. Yeah, like the way I look at it is you have you have two different types of matches, okay? You have the one like Atalanta. Atalanta have bossed Roma every single time they play. And for me, uh, it, it's it's about tactics. Tactically, you have Gasperini is just better than Fonseca. But then on the opposite end of that, okay, you have like the Derby, okay, against Lazio. Three goals, all of which essentially come down to stupidity, individual stupidity, individual errors, and immaturity. Game over. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, and immaturity. And, uh, you know, no manager in the entire world can prevent that from happening. Nobody. There's not one. So I, I guess just before, before we go, uh, how do you judge this? Because, again, we have already expressed that. We, we think that Paolo Fonseca is going to go. I have a story sitting in the draft, drafts for the website. It's about Saturday. The club is at contact with him on a number of occasions. I didn't want to publish it before the match yesterday. I just, I, I hate doing that ahead of important matches. I don't think it's in good taste. Nonetheless, I think you and I both sort of see the writing uh, on the wall, or his fate is already written, I guess. But still, I, I, I can't help but feel to a certain degree that, you know, you could have uh, I don't know, Sir Alex Ferguson on the bench and not even he would be oh, able yeah. to prevent that. Okay, so to what degree do you hold Fonseca ultimately accountable for that? Now, I, I, I guess I will entertain the argument of, well, you know what, he has to be the one who instills some discipline into his team and if they are doing this consistently with these mistakes clearly his message of 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 being more careful is not getting through to them i think to a certain extent that is a fair argument but still i I mean come on you 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 pointed out that past yesterday Uh, what is he supposed to do about that no of course there there is nothing he can do to ever prevent that yeah ever yeah, and there is the a bigger argument to that. I mean, people, you know, people love to. I remember when we were playing with Manolas and Fatsu, everybody was like, "Why can't we have young guys in the defense?" I would be even willing to to compromise for a few errors, but that's <laughs> now you have that kind of defense. Now you have an Ibanez who makes a sliding challenge from behind, just beautiful. Like Nesta in the next minute, he's you know he's conceding a stupid penalty um, by by pushing a guy unnecessarily, um, and and it's it's a whole it's 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 that it's having these guys out there and and believing in them. Like with Paul Lopez yesterday, he had a great game, but the moment the moment that um, Paul Lopez makes that, remember that he makes that pass to to Calafiore, he's playing out from the back, <laughs> right? That's that's something yeah. that Fonseca yeah. wants his players to do. He wants to play out from the back. The the goalkeeper is essential to that. Paul Lopez takes the ball and tries to pass it to Calafiori. Instead, he passes it to the opposition, and they get a shot off, which luckily, you know, doesn't go in. You, you but but that that is a mistake that 
Fonseca can't prevent. You know, that's what he's asking of them to do. He knows that that those mistakes can occur and those mistakes can cost you. But if 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 you're out there saying, oh, I want a younger defense or, oh, I want, you know, you know, I want players that that excite me. Well, you'll have to settle for the excitement of that goal by Ibanez and and compromise that with with the error that he makes that leads to the penalty. Yeah, yeah. Before we sign off, let's get to the latest Falcona forecast for the upcoming match day. All right, guys, match day 30 in Serie A. This is the Falcona forecast back again. We went 3-0 last week on the official picks, so that's huge. That brings the official pick record up to 12-3, plus about eight units, so hopefully you've been following. Um, overall, the forecast did pretty poorly last week, but I'll take it as a W overall because of the, the 3-0 on official picks. Anyway, this week we've got Roma, Bologna. The forecast sees a little bit of value here for Roma, who... We're going to be in a great mood coming off the huge win over, over Ajax on Thursday. But we picked up a couple injuries. You know, Spinazzola is going to be out. Cristante is going to be out. Uh, El Sharawa is going to be out. Smalling's still out. Mkhitaryan's still out. Kumbula's out. That's a lot of injuries piling up. And especially when we have Ajax coming up again on Thursday. I want to wait until we see the lineups here. If Roma feel a, a stronger lineup, I, I might be inclined to take them. See how the line moves a little bit. Because the forecast does get a little a little bit of value. Um, right now, it's sitting at minus 141 or 1.71, depending on your book. So let's just wait and see the lineups for Roma. Um, but I, I don't not like Roma this weekend. So we'll see. As far as our, our big rivals, they're all going to be pretty heavy favorites. And there's really not a lot of value to bet on any of them. I think the only one I might be taking a look at is is Genoa. Maybe, maybe plus one and a half goals. Kind of the same principle as Torino. We'll see. But Juve's got... Dybala back now I, I, th- I think they they're gonna roll in this game so not a whole lot of value I think coming out of that Inter I'm not betting on them Milan they haven't been playing particularly well but both Parma and Milan have a ton of injuries right now I think it all comes down to I think like Milan's gonna win that one pretty comfortably Atalanta Fiorentina same thing I, I don't see a whole lot of betting value there so I feel pretty confident that all of our rivals are, are, are gonna end up winning today so that makes the the Bologna match even more crucial so three minutes now, and I have not given any any picks yet, so I apologize. But we're going to be looking at a Monday night, Benevento Sassuolo, best value pick of the week. We're going to Sassuolo money line, plus 107 or 2.07 decimal. Of course, Sassuolo has been coming in this game with some confidence um, after some good performances against Roman Inter when they were shorthanded. They also won us some, some money, I have to say. Um, so I think they're going to be getting some guys, like the regulars, like Locatelli back this weekend. So I'd expect them to roll against Benevento. Finally, we're going to go with Udinese Torino. I know Torino came in clutch for us last week. Uh, I mean, that Juve game was awesome, but this is a ruthless business, right? We're, we're, we're not here to, to make friends. So I'm trusting the forecast. I'm going to go Udinese money line. It's plus 135 or 2.35 decimal odds. We're trusting the forecast to the second highest value of the week. So pretty straightforward. We've got two official picks. I really don't think Roma is going to be an official pick here. It's just a lean for me to, to lean back betting on Roma, and then a lean on Genoa plus one or plus one and a half. I think we got decent value there. So again, official picks, Udinese plus 135, Sassuolo plus 107. Let's try to improve that, that record a bit. Good luck this weekend. 
So going back to what you were saying, Andy, uh, in regards to taking the good with the bad when it comes to this group of younger defenders, and I suppose also as a bit of a defense for Fonseca, that is where missing somebody like Smalling, I think above all, has been the, the, the most visible. You know, it's not only necessarily what he's bringing in terms of play. I mean, obviously, he's been very good at Roma since arriving, but with him not out there, I think you just lose a, a presence of calm, somebody who has played on biggest of stages and when that's not out there I mean this in the most respectful way but uh, Cristante is your uh, de facto uh, leader at the back and by no means am I questioning his leadership abilities but he has played the position all of four months five months so uh, yeah I completely agree with what you said Um, everyone let us know what what you think I would be curious to hear the overriding opinion on this because I, I do think it is quite controversial. All right, so we will be back after the weekend. Following the match against Bologna, I expect total shithousery of the highest order with all oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. with the entire focus on uh, next Thursday. I am expecting I I need Fonseca I need Fonseca's girlfriend to to play as as um <laughs> as left back. I can't have any more of any more injuries. I need, you know, I need absolute shithousery, so let's bring it to the next level. One to zero on an own goal. That's all I ask. That would be great. And Mihailovic crying. I need Mihailovic crying. Yes, yeah. always, always, always. All right, everybody. We will chat again after the weekend. Be safe, and we will talk to you next week. Until then, ciao. Ciao. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 